On today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition, face unlock, motion controls, what are yours and our favorite new features on the Pixel 4 and 4XL? What about that price point? Is it worth it when it doesn't come with the Pixel Buds or any other headphones? And is there any word on the new Nest Mini features coming retroactively to old Google Homes? First, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for being patient with us to get the disclaimers out of the way. <laughs> well, it's been, a, it's been a very long day, and like, we're late. So uh, I was dying last week, so we didn't have a show. So just all together, thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. Uh, we're back in full swing. Um, also, Lynn, could you move a little closer to Molly? You keep progressively leaning further and oh, further sorry. out of frame. <laughs> I smell. I've been in Google all day. Uh, there, there we go. There. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, so the keynote convinced our friend Michael Brown. He's switching from the iPhone XS to the Pixel 4. Just mm. sticking with the black one, though. Uh, wow. Ryan Williams says, why are there no headphones included if you're paying so much? I also think the gesture control is such a gimmick, but the motion sense is real. I think he's got some good points there. There were a lot of really high troughs and really low, or no, high peaks and low troughs at today's event. Uh, I would agree with him there. Uh, I also want to agree with Molly about the Pixel Buds. That was easily my favorite takeaway, just being, mm. you know, the sound guy. Um, <laughs> they remind me a lot of my, my Bose Sound Sports, but clearly more flush. Um, what do you guys think about Ryan's comments, though? Is the value there? I mean, it- Well, that's the thing. It's that we were just talking about this before the show. At, at $800 starting price, it's actually $100 more expensive than the iPhone 11. Now, Google would argue, mm-hmm. most likely, that you know, this is more comparable to the iPhone 11 Pro since, you know, all the features on the lower end Pixel 4 are also on the higher end one. It's just a, a bigger phone. But I, what do you think in terms of value, Lynn? Like, how, how do they stack up? Yeah, it's just really interesting because once you start incorporating storage, both the iPhone and the Pixel 4 don't have expandable storage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Google really pushes its camera and video and how well um, the Pixel 4 does both. And so if you're taking all these amazing shots, you'd want to have the storage to save them mm. locally. You can Google can argue that you're using Google Photos, um, but I don't really like to save things on the cloud. So the fact that it starts at $800 at 64 gigs mm-hmm. and then $900 at 128 gigs and then that's it. At least the iPhone, you know, they have 256 and 512 gig options. Um, at nine hundred dollars, one twenty eight gig, that compared to the iPhone eleven, that's only um, at one twenty eight gig is seven fifty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So once you start incorporating storage, it gets kind of the value to gig ratio starts getting um, a little tricky. Right, and then there is the fact that there is there are no headphones, and yeah. that's no really adapter. really surprising because yeah. last year they had it. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know why. They didn't mention it on stage. They yeah. just, it just sort of like people figured it out. <laughs> Why would they? they? And by yeah. the way, we don't give you it. Please clap. That's very Samsung not not mentioning the they they took out the headphone jack. Like it's one of those. It's kind of a big deal though. It's like I feel like it's one of those things that you do want to kind of warn people about ahead. Otherwise, people find out like they found out this time. And it just sort of like popped up without, yeah. you know. And we're going to write about it. Yeah, and exactly. And it's like, all right. And people you know. have to factor that into their purchase. Like, Absolutely. People have budgets. And like yeah. you're not going to, everyone is not going to buy a $2,000 Galaxy Fold. Right. So people that are looking for a more affordable, affordable phone are going to have to think about, well, what else am I going to have to buy to go with this? So Because you're going to want a case. You're going to want headphones. You're going to want wireless charging pad maybe if it doesn't yeah. come with that. So there's tons of stuff that you have to factor in that's not just the cost of the phone. Yeah, Definitely. there's like phone insurance, like <laughs> yeah. Apple Care or whatever, yeah. and then it's like the money that you save that you were going to save, uh, spend to like get headphones you now have to use for storage or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's true. 
So yeah, it's not quite as uh, the no-brainer in terms of, like it used to be like the Pixel. I mean, Google phones used to be all about sort of more affordable, and so it's at least when it was a Nexus phone. But I miss those I Nexus know. days. I miss the Nexus days too. <laughs> Do you think we'll get a four A? Most likely, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's really weird because it's it's like here's this really great phone, and if you want it to be affordable, wait till next year. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah. just make it affordable now. The radical concept, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, some more highlights. Uh, practicality of silencing alarms and phone calls as you go to grab the phone. That was kind of a nice little extra perk. Uh, Michael Brown also goes on. Uh, how natural is the facial unlocking feature? Did any of you guys get to try that out? Unfortunately, I couldn't. Yeah. Not yet. It's kind of hard in the demo area, I imagine, to like set up your face yeah. in the account. So, uh, yeah, but we'll be doing more testing, and we'll definitely keep you updated on that. Clearly, we're going to have a full review coming soon, but yeah, our exposure is kind of limited on the day of. I really, I do want to do a speed test where we time out like exactly to the millisecond, like how fast this is relative to Face ID. Right. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. Next comment and or question coming in from YouTube. Uh, the features I do like, I was, uh, but I think waving your hand for the next song is kind of pointless. What do you? Okay, we got to talk a little bit more about motion controls. I think they're not new. Um, they keep tweaking them, quote unquote, perfecting them. But does anyone actually give a crap? Mm. Mm. No. That's your answer no. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, actually, so I don't have that much context around like the previous instances beyond LG, which came out earlier this year, and like I don't think anyone ever used. I don't think anyone bought the phone to begin with, so it's kind of <laughs> tough uh, to see. But have there been other instances before that of like the use of gesture controls or? I'm trying to think. I mean, the Galaxy S4 had like the air motion right. thing. Right. Was that using your hand or was it just eye? Tra- I guess like it was hand. Tra- yeah, it was like some kind of sliding. Okay. Which also like disappeared super quickly because, yeah. like you said, is very gimmicky. Sometimes though, it's it's that's like the immediate effect of the or the immediate application of the technology, but you just don't know what what the company will do in the long run with this kind of right. facial scanning. It's all the long con, you mm-hmm. know. So we don't know. The media, the media application may be this kind of fun gimmicky thing, but um, you know maybe in a year, the Pixel Five or Six, they're using the same technology to do something else. That I, think, I don't uh, know what it will be. I know a few people that have the Pixel and really like the Pixel Stand that comes with it. So maybe if you have your Pixel like stood up on Pixel Stand, like on your desk or on your nightstand or whatever, mm. or on your dresser across your bedroom or something, maybe gesture control then is easier. Actually, yeah, the one uh, application that I can sort of see is. Like if I had it on a stand, if I was washing the dishes and like hate I didn't want song. I didn't want to touch yeah, I hate the song. I really hate the song. Yeah. Like then I could just sort of wave and at it. And you're flinging soap water across yeah, the Yeah, That was kitchen. the actually I think that was my idea. I think LG kind of touted that as like the main application. Like if your hands are dirty mm-hmm. or like have or soapy hands and you don't want to touch the phone, it's hands free, which I get it's a pretty limited application though. Yeah, I think Lynn's right though. It's something that they're gonna build upon in the future. It's probably we're probably just seeing the very beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah. We got some time for just a few more questions from our loyal, loving audience. Uh, at this point, can we just say that the Apple Home is very niche product and a failure to avenge? Cons- oh, a failure to the average consumer. I thought he said a failure to, <laughs> to avenge, avenge consumerism. Consumer. <laughs> is he? Uh, home- that might be my new best quote on this are we stupid show. Yeah, I think he's referring to the HomePod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, with the the home market, like the smart home market. Uh, when with the new mini or net, I can't keep track of this. It's Nest now, Nest, right? It's not Nest yeah. Mini. Although the box does say Google Nest Mini, and that is an acceptable answer. 
Um, Google Nest Mini. Google Nest Mini or Nest Mini. All right. Uh, but not Google Mini. Approved. Not Google Home oh. Mini or Nest no Google. Home, right. No Hub. No, yeah. Nest Google. That sounds like Nest no Quick. No Nest Google. Mini Google. All right. So what is the stack up right now between the HomePod, Nest Home, prior Google Home, uh, Amazon Echo? Where are we all standing on this as our as our personal takeaway? In yeah. terms of what we use? Or? Yeah. What are you using? Oh. I personally, <laughs> I don't. I don't have a lot of smart speakers in my home. I will say that. Uh, take that for what you will. Uh, I have. I do have uh, Nest products in my home. I do like the Home Mini. Hmm. Uh, HomePod. We don't have a mini version of HomePod, right? You, yeah. You're buying the giant, expensive HomePod, yeah. or you're completely out of that space. Which is why I think that's that hasn't done really well. And Apple like yeah. doesn't talk about. And it they don't. And it, they don't really seem to care. Yeah. Um. They're fine with that. So you've got the Echo Dot. <clears> you've got the Nest Mini. And they're both now in beyond their first generation and impro- and the Echo Dot for sure has improved, has, has better sound, and now you can pay $10 and get a clock. Um, so I don't know. I think it depends on what platform you really want. You've got a lot of options now that there are multiple generations of, of these small, affordable, $50 is yeah. not bad, uh, smart speakers. Uh, th- realistically, they're not even $50, right? Like right, Black they're Friday, always on sale. they like go down to 30 bucks, Which is like just a month away, so I mean, yeah. wait a month and you can get it for probably less than that. Lynn, do you have any in your house, home? I had an Echo Dot, and then it kept lighting up and beeping, and it got me really paranoid, so I unplugged it, and then now that's now it. You, that's it. That was I didn't even put it away. I just like unplugged it, and now it just sits there, because it kept, like, it would bloop, and then I was like, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's interesting, actually, because I will add the, the touch controls on the new Nest Mini. You can tap on the top to pause and play music, mm. um, and back when they first released that with the first generation uh, Home Mini, there were, like, some phantom touch issues where it would sense that someone was touching it, and they weren't, and those recordings were being sent to Google so there was everybody freaked out there was a huge freak out um, so we're back to that now in the second generation hopefully they have fixed those issues right. and there aren't any phantom touch problems with this uh, but yeah sometimes it lights up and you're like, you're like why why yeah what did I say well I, I have echo I have a couple echo dots in my home um, we use it mostly just you know for weather updates sound mm-hmm. machine that sort of thing um, but timers yeah. timers yes we're big on timers of a kid, family loves time. No, they, they, no, that's how I. That's how I keep my kid from like watching iPad. All like, day. oh, it's bedtime time. It's five. There's a yeah. five minute timer here. So, um, haven't really done the Google Home or guess Google Nest Mini thing, um, but that's the thing. Like, I think when you're locked into one, you're not totally, really that yeah. willing to try the other. You sort of have to pick sides. Yep, that's what it feels like. Do we know what's coming in the box with the Pixel Four XL? Yes. And we're going to have an unboxing video coming up right after this uh, show concludes uh, over on the original, you know, primary CNET oh, like, channel. Is it by the way, you here? no, <laughs> not not. We don't have the exclusive, but we have the exclusive. I don't know how to really kind of put the semantics here. Um, after the keynote, did Google mention how much RCS now that the Pixel is at all U.S. carriers? Oh, uh, rich communication services. That's the rich text messaging. Probably not. I mean, it, no, they made I a big remember. deal about it at Google I.O., not this year, but I believe last year is like the future of messaging. But since then, I feel like they haven't talked about it at all. No, um, I didn't hear about it. Too. And it really was, a, they were kind of jumping on like a carrier-driven initiative to make text messaging more smart, like like iMessage. But I haven't heard anything about that recently. Mm-mm. So, Sorry. It'll happen. And the last one to close out on the Nest Mini. Uh, in regards, I think they said you could call a specific one from your phone. Is that feature coming to the current Mini lineup? Mm. 
I don't know. We will look into that. I know they did talk about uh, kind of using it as an intercom, calling it from your phone, mm-hmm. broadcasting, all that sort of stuff. Uh, you can definitely do that. You can broadcast on the old home mini. Uh, calling from your phone, I'm not sure. I, I mean, it may be an update. It may be something that they add um, in a software update to the old one. But So this idea that you can call one like specifically like in you're the kitchen? On your, like you're on your way home and you could call the kitchen and be like, oh, I'm okay. on my way home. Uh, and you can do sort of, you can send broadcast messages, but they were talking That's actually about pretty useful. from your phone. That yeah. could be cool. Um, I don't know on that one. We'll get back to you. Okay. Good enough. Hey, just wanted to say thanks again, everybody, for being patient and uh, letting me screw up and sticking around with us late in the day. Uh, I'm glad we did this, though. It's really great to have Molly and Lynn on the show, finally. Well, yeah. Lynn, you've been on a minute ago, but it's been a while. I think we were still called the 359 at that point, right? I'm, was I ever on? Were you on the I audio podcast? Maybe, it might have been just the audio podcast. I oh maybe yeah maybe it was the audio. In like one. A, the prior incarnation of this. But I always like wanted three be iterations of this show. Yeah. Go. <laughs> but yes, you're all you two are always welcome. Thank, Thank you very you. much. It's a shame that we only really get to spend time with these cohorts when uh, you know absolute chaos and bedlam is <laughs> yes. dropping yeah, down chaos during one of these big. It's the, only, it's the only time we could justify sending them over. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. Uh, take care, everybody. We'll be back at our normal scheduled time tomorrow morning. And Roger, go ahead and take us home. Thank you again for joining us and bearing with us with all the the crazy technical hurdles. Uh, if you want, you please like, hit the bell, all that other crap that you do on YouTube. <laughs> Thank you very much for bearing with us, and we will back. We'll be back with our normal time, normal show tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, with different hosts. We'll be talking about Google some more. So. Thank you again, and thanks for joining us. This is Molly Price, Lynn Law, I'm Roger Chang. Thank you. <laughs>